easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Congratulations to Keith Byers, by the way. He just found out two nights ago, it was announced yesterday, that he's a part of the College Football Hall of Fame class of 2020. And it's uh, well overdue, and we're beyond happy for him. And I know we've talked about that with him a lot over the years. And every year, he, I mean, like he felt, I mean, talking with Eddie George while back, he just said that he hates the Hall of Fame format because, look, it's relatively new. And when it comes, you, you know, when you first start a Hall of Fame, of course, there's a ton of Hall of Fame qualifiers out there, but you can't just put all 2,000 players in the Hall of Fame. You got to sprinkle it out over years. So some, he's just a victim of that, and the fact that too, you don't want too many players from one team in there, I guess, in the eyes of most. Regardless, though, really happy for Keith, and congratulations to him as well. You can catch the Keith Byers Show Mondays from noon to one, right here on Dayton's Home of the Buckeyes, ESPN Dayton, 14:10, Wing AM. Unfortunately, earlier today, the OHSAA held a a press conference to announce the indefinite suspension of all postseason tournaments or winter tournaments. And right now joining us uh, from 93.1, the fan in Lima, the, he hosts from four to six. We have Marty Bannister. Marty, welcome in. How are you? Good to be with you, Justin. And let me add that um, I think hopefully that Hall of Fame uh, recognition for Keith will rectify one of the greatest wrongs in Heisman history, <laughs> him not winning the Heisman in 1984 and losing it to Doug Flutie because he threw one pass. Now that I've got that out of the way, please go ahead. <laughs> no, trust me. We bring that up all the time. He says every time he sees Flutie, he says, hey, how's my trophy? You keep my trophy nice and, and warm. And you know. well he should. And well he should. So, But no, Marty, I appreciate your time. I know you're about to go on with your show, so I'll make this quick. Were you, I mean, based with everything that happened last night, we knew there was going to be a trickle-down you know, a, a trickle effect in other sports. We knew when the press conference happened earlier this week that all players would get about four tickets for immediate family members only. We knew it was disappointing, but then I felt we kind of got over it. We're like, okay, let's just head into the state tournament and experience something great. And then today's news, all winter tournaments are indefinitely suspended, including the girls' state tournament. Uh, there's, of course, hockey-involved boys' regional and state tournament next week. Uh, I know I'm missing other sports. Wrestling as well. Just what was your reaction when you sat in that press conference today? Well, it was interesting, Justin, because I got to the arena. I'm also part of the OHSA radio broadcast crew, and we were set to go on the air at 1240. I hosted a social media show that went on the air at noon today on Twitter and on Facebook for the OHSA. When I walked into the arena at about 11.15 or so, you just got the feeling that something wasn't right at St. John Arena. Uh, in fact, I had one member of the OHSA office walk up to me right away and said, listen, uh, we may not be doing anything today, so be prepared for that because the governor's press conference is coming up at 2 o'clock, and we are under the suspicion that he's going to pull the plug on everything, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, we started our social media show at 12 noon. The teams were on the floor, including Dayton Carroll. They were scheduled to play in the first game. They were on the floor behind us warming up, 
And our broadcast location, guys, was right outside where the officials' locker room is. And the officials kept peeking their head out the doors trying to see what was going on because they didn't know. In fact, one of the game officials told me prior, uh, they hadn't even met with the teams yet. And normally that's something they do the moment they get to the arena and go through all the things they need to do for the game. They had not even met with the teams yet. And that was at 12, 10 or so. So it was just a, a, the word surreal I know has been used a lot in the last couple of days, uh, Justin. But that's a very apt description of how I felt and how everybody felt being in that arena today. You know, it's unfortunate. And for one, you got to feel for Jerry Snodgrass. There's a lot of guys that are put in positions that have to make these tough decisions, and he's the you know the face of that. He has. To, you know, there's a lot of people that go into making these decisions, but he's the one that unfortunately has to deliver uh, the, the you know that t- kind of news. What was the after the pre- you said you know leading into it you knew something felt off, but after what was that like? Did you get to run into any players? Did you get to see any kind of reaction amongst coaches, players, or t- uh, catch up with anyone as far as that goes? I saw a couple of the, the, the uh, players from uh, West Branch, um, and it was funny. While the press conference was going on, the bus carrying the Napoleon team pulled up right outside the windows. Oh, no. And they were getting off the bus to come into the arena to get ready to watch the first game. Apparently, either they didn't know or they still wanted to come inside the building and see what was going on. But it, that was just to add to the bizarre, uh, the bizarreness of all of this uh, today. I uh, saw some of their players. I uh, saw some of their fans and some of the other fans who were in the building. And when they made the announcement over the public address system that the tournament had been postponed, uh, there was a resounding round of boos and uh, unhappy. And, in fact, there were even some fans chanting, refund, refund. <laughs> so, uh, but, but that was kind of the atmosphere there. And just uh, the atmosphere of people walking around. You saw players with this uh, look of disbelief on their face. I saw some with tears in their eyes. Uh, as you might well expect, uh, this is, a, a, for all these players, a lifelong goal to play in a state championship game. And that, that's gone for the time being now. But that was pretty much the reaction of everybody. Marty, we talked about this earlier in the week, and I'm curious your take on it, because this whole thing's been unfortunate one way or another, whether you're playing in front of an empty arena or not playing at all. But, uh, I mean, my favorite part about the state tournament is, like, I'm thinking about a school like Parkway right now. I'm from up north, and, you know, where you're doing the show from. I'm from Van right. Wert. And, uh, you know, Parkway's not too far, and it's like they're in the regional final, and they're a game away from punching their ticket to the, N- or to the NCAA, to the state final <laughs> for the first time ever for state tournament. And my favorite story every year at State Tournament is when you get those schools that are for the first time stepping foot out on the floor and just looking around and getting to experience it. And that could have been the case this year, except you're walking out in front of nobody. Which do you think is, would be harder to deal with, playing in the State Tournament for the first time ever in front of nobody or being a game close and having it pulled from you at the last second? Uh, which one's worse, in your opinion? Well, that's a, that's a great question, Justin. Uh, I, I, would, uh, I would think having it pulled from you because at least, if you had a chance to come on the floor, you at least had a chance to play the game. And now that's gone, too. And uh, th- that's what adds to all of this right now, because it, it, I'm sure you listened to the press conference. You heard Jerry Snodgrass say indefinitely as far as postponing this event and all the other events. Now, the governor just mentioned within the last half hour or so that all athletic events are, are postponed unless you're staging them without fans. Now, I don't know if that's a loophole for the OHSAA. They obviously didn't know that when they held their press conference at, uh, at uh, just after noon today. So I don't know if that gives them a window or not for all of this. But I, I would think that ha- having a chance to play the game uh, in, in, front of any, in front of no fans would be better than uh, having it pulled out from underneath you. 
Yeah, this whole thing, I mean, I don't want to use the word surreal again, as you just mentioned earlier. It's just you don't know how to react. Like, right, you want right. to be happy for the kids that they're still getting through. I talked with a couple of coaches here locally today, some that were still playing in the you know regional for boys basketball and, and heading to state for girls. And it's like, it's just, you know, they don't know what to be. They want to be excited and happy, but then it's like you know that you're missing a, an element that adds to the experience of going to the state tournament. And as far as the boys are concerned, it's like you get this far in the tournament, and here you go. Last thing, I'll let you go because I know you got a show coming up. Indefinitely suspended. You talked about that window there. What's what's a realistic window that's too far out for them to postpone this to? I mean, can we go a whole month? I mean, can this be May before we, or you know, mid-April, early May? I mean, what, how is this going to work if there is a state tournament for boys and girls moving forward? Uh, another great question. Uh, the dates uh, and, and the time frame of April was mentioned to me a number of times today, walking around the building and talking to different people. Now, again, that's still just kind of their initial thought and reaction to all of this. But, again, keep in mind, uh, you know, the governor announced earlier today as well, too, school after Monday, so all schools are closed for three weeks. Mm-hmm. So you're right in the middle of spring practice for baseball, softball, that stuff obviously going to be, is going to be postponed as well, too. So what do you do? I mean, you have a lot of these smaller schools have athletes that play two sports or play three sports, uh, and they were going to be going on to softball or going on to track or whatever it is. So I, I, that that part of it, I think, is still very, very much up into the air. And uh, to further your point a moment ago, we are, we're going to have Parkway's coach on our show later on today uh, here in Lima. And we have an unbeaten team up here. Lima Senior was 24-0. And, and their season's over now. Uh, and so they'll, they'll never know what, what, what could have been. And so those are just some of the things about it. But, yeah, uh, I, I, I've heard April was kind of being a date that if they decide to try and play this thing or any of these other tournaments, uh, guys, uh, April would be the time. But I think that's very, very, uh, very, very much in doubt right now. All right, 93.1, the fan in Lima. Marty Bannister, good enough to join us here on the Kidder and Schlemmer Show on Dayton's ESPN Radio 1410, Wing AM. Marty Bannister, give him a follow on Twitter, at Marty Bannister. He's on weekdays 4 to 6. And now, Marty, happy for the job you're doing over in Lima. Great hearing from you, and thanks for giving us some time today. Always a pleasure, my friend. Take care. All right, good stuff there. And, again, that coming from the news earlier this afternoon, the press conference from the OHSAA, Jerry Snodgrass announcing that all winter tournaments are indefinitely suspended. Folks, I know, I think... I think everything's just canceled. I think when you're hearing indefinitely suspended, I think that's just a – the phrasing is done to kind of – it's they're laying pillows down for you so it's not as hard of a landing, right? Like, do you, do you agree, disagree? Four five seven nine four six four. When I hear indefinitely suspended, I don't want to rain on anyone's parade here, but I just feel like – it's not indefinitely suspended. It's just canceled. There, it makes zero sense. I think it's more difficult for high school to try and reschedule stuff like this than it would be for colleges. Those kids don't go to school anyway, so let's just be clear. You know, but as far as high school goes, he's right. There's other sports, like a lot of players that play basketball. I mean, baseball starting without them, and then they got to kind of go right into the swing of, of, of baseball or track or whatever else is going on. So I don't know. I, I just feel like it's it's soft. It, it's They're saying that it's indefinitely suspended, but I don't think there's any way in hell that there's going to uh, – that we'll see a girls' state tournament or a boys' state tournament moving forward, and that includes wrestling and others. So, all right, but we'll go to the phones four five seven nine four six four. Thank you to Marty Bannister uh, from Lima. Again, we were going to have Jerry Snodgrass on today, but again, with everything that transpired today, right now he has a lot on his plate. Marty was there covering the the press conference, and I've known Marty for years. Uh, he used to be with Ohio State and the and the radio network there, the Ohio State radio network. He was with them uh, for the longest time, uh, and then of course ended up in Lima. Ninety three won the fan. So again, four five seven nine four six four. I see Wink, Eric, Tyler, and Mike. You're going to be 
my callers right off the bat when I get back. Don't go anywhere.